Good evening, beautiful people, and welcome back to Enlightenmental. It has been a while, but I am back. And today we are talking about healing ourselves in more ways than just past trauma and so on and so forth, but really digging into the whole thing of looking into our motivations behind why we do certain things why we have certain habits, why we tend to torture ourselves or why we tend to have streaks of self-destructive patterns of behavior. Not so far that we pull the string all the way back to to the past, but enough so that we can take ownership and find a way to heal ourselves so that we can actually move forward rather than backwards so we can climb up the mountain rather than sliding down it. This is Enlightenmental. Stay tuned. So unlike most of my episodes, this one is going to be a lot less planned, a lot more off the cuff, and just kind of things that are on my mind right now I recently had a conversation with a friend where we were talking about domestic violence and domestic abuse. And he's so passionate about this topic to the extent that sometimes he gets mad at the victims for, or he used to get mad at the victims for not seeking or not taking the way out when they see it. And I had to explain that it's a lot more complicated than just being slapped in the face. And this is not what today's topic is about, but because of that conversation, I realized that a lot of people, particularly in, I'm Nigerian, so particularly in our culture, there's so many different, you'd have to be Nigerian to get it, but you, there are so many dips and troughs and things here and there that are just not quite right that we accept and we move on with and we just carry on as if it's just normal in our culture. And that actually applies to Western culture as well. There are things we just accept without taking the time to dig and figure out why. Where did this thing come from? Why are we accepting it? Why aren't we motivated to change it? Why should this be an acceptable part of our culture? Because many of these things that I am describing are have very, very devastating effects on the society as a whole, not just the individuals that tend to fall prey to, you know, these things. For example, let's talk about relationships and, you know, the relationship, dyna- relationship dynamics. This is another thing I'm incredibly passionate about. In a relationship, people should... I feel like people shouldn't really bother with relationships if they're not going to be self-aware and understand the purpose of a relationship. I mean, if you've understood the purpose of your relationship to be... If everybody walks into a relationship with a specific agreement, this is what I came here for. Not that they're just coupling up for the sake of it. I know it sounds hugely unromantic, especially after Valentine's Day. But really... It's more romantic to kind of know that you and someone are in it 
I wouldn't say in it to win it because that's cheesy, but you're in it for specific reasons you both understand. You're seeking to grow. You're seeking to add to each other because at the end of the day, relationships are positive things when you are paired with the right person and incredibly destructive things when you have not chosen the right person or you have not become the right person. It's just a thing. It's a, You're tying a lot of your life to someone else. So you need to be aware of what is in your life, what is in you. And you need to be able to trust that they are doing the same with themselves. Because you can't know that person completely, but you need to be able to trust them. I will widen that analogy to talking about how we as individuals, as human beings in, in society, um, we interact with each other. But if we all, like how we treat one person and the next person is determined by the things that are the, the, the melting pot of everything and our history and our upbringing and our experiences that we are. You know, our prejudices and our fears and our... our you know, all of those things. We are a melting pot of those things and we, we, we spill on other people because we exist in a world with other people. We do not live alone on the planet. So here's the thing. If we have the awareness to be able to continue to improve and grow and learn and develop ourselves, then we hurt less people. Human beings, I always say, are incredibly good at helping each other, but we are also incredibly good at hurting each other in fact you cannot wake up in the morning and just step out your door without potentially i mean i know that's a bit of an exaggeration but without potentially hurting someone i can guarantee that at least once a day you might do something just one thing that you might not even be aware of that'll hurt someone's feelings or do a little tiny bit of damage to someone else we're very good at doing that because a lot of it is unintentional but we're also really, really good at doing it intentionally. Again, a lot of it comes from things that we are not aware of. And self-awareness, although it's not common, is not difficult. It's because we do not see the necessity for self-awareness. People just live. You know, we just get out there and we live. But I argue that life is a place where Every step we take kind of counts. We don't know that because we don't know how it affects the next person or the next thing in history and in life and in the world. But every little bit of energy that we put out there, energy is neither created nor destroyed. It's just transferred from place to place and from form to form. That's me being a scientist there, but it's true. Everything we do, everything we put out into the environment has an effect on the environment. It is the same with people. Everything we say, every action we take or don't take, the choice of words, these things have effects on people. Those effects ripple on in those people and affect someone else. And maybe one day come back to us or don't. The point is, self-awareness is important because 
if you can't you can't control what everybody else does but you can control what you do if you take the time to do it and i just think it's really important for us to first of all learn how to take that ownership of ourselves and who we are and i'm not expecting you to do a full-on psychoanalysis of yourself, but take two seconds before you say something to understand why you feel the need to say that thing. Before you lose your temper at someone, why do I feel how I feel right now? This is something actually I partially learned in um, CBT when I was trying to deal with my anxiety. Sometimes I become anxious or enraged. So there's this little cycle thing that they make you do, or they, they taught me to do, where you... Think about how you feel in your body. What are the physiological symptoms you're experiencing? What do they mean? Okay, I'm angry. I might not be acknowledging that I'm angry because I associate anger as a negative emotion or whatever. But I am angry. That's what's going on in my body, blah, blah, blah. My heart rate's racing. My neck feels hot. My, you know, my cheeks are burning, stuff like that. Okay. What was the trigger? What happened? Someone said X, Y, Z. What does that mean? How does it translate in my head? The words the person used were these. What do they mean to me? They mean that this person does not respect me. Is that true? I have to look at that. Is it true? Did they they actually mean it like that? Hmm, maybe not. And it's that, just those few seconds. And you know that you can do that in like a few milliseconds in your head. It pauses your reaction. And makes you have a different response than you would have if you'd just fired off straight away. Oh, excuse me, it's another one of those evenings. <laughs> but yeah, self-awareness. Now, I've just mentioned a little bit of what we can do in terms of self-awareness. That's in a situation. You don't have to do things like that in situations straight away. But take time out of your day when you do... Um, just when you're having a bit of you time to kind of reflect on the things that your highs and lows of the day. Uh, the particularly low moment was when this person said this to me. I felt slighted. I did da 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 blah. You know, I did this. I did that. I said this. I didn't say anything. Instead, I went away and I felt like this. Analyzing it just in that very, very gentle way gives you the time to kind of figure out yourself. Next time that kind of thing happens, I think I'll do this instead. You may want to do that. You may want to take that next step. You may not want to. But it helps you to understand yourself. And understanding yourself is a step closer to not necessarily understanding the world, but being able to interact with the world in a way that It's more purposeful. How do I put it? If you intend to live a life that is fulfilled rather than just drifting in the wind, if you actually have specific intentions for every interaction you have, and when I say specific intentions, like I want my interactions with other people to uplift them rather than bring them down, so I will choose my words differently. Even if somebody offends me, I'm not going to respond in this kind of way because I have my in- my intention is to leave them, bro- bro- you know, 
lifted up, not not brought down. I could so put her in her place right now after what she just said to me, but actually instead I'm just going to walk away. Because that little bit of pride that I just didn't, I didn't engage in at least has not caused her any damage. If that's my intention, I don't want to damage anybody. It's very, very easy to do that. It just makes the world slightly less full of chaos. Just slightly less. Everybody's just, like I said, out there living a little bit chaotically, not thinking about things, just doing things. And before you blink, you've done several things that have caused several shells here, there, and everywhere to break. And those shells cannot be put back together again, but you will never know. I'm not expecting anyone to... I'm definitely hoping that no one walks away from this podcast feeling anxious about everything they say and do because like I said we're good at hurting each other often because it is intentional uh unintentional beg your pardon unintentional we don't mean to do these things but at least if we can control some of it live intentionally we can at least make sure that we're not causing other other people damage that's just by the way And now let's get to the bit where we're talking about healing. Something that can help on your journey of healing and self-love is getting to know yourself. When you get to know someone, let's say you're at primary school, you meet primary school, you, you know, grades when you first went to school, basically, and you sat on the bench at playtime And another kid sat on the bench and you said, hi, my name's whatever. What's yours? They tell you their name. You know one more thing about that person that you didn't before. They might smile. You might smile. You might shake hands. I like the swings. Would you like to try the swings? Yeah, let's go play on the swings. You now know they like swings. And you have a nice experience together. I mean, it may not have gone that way. But just think of the very first friend you ever made. And the warm feelings that you had with your little conversations, you may not have, you may not remember the conversation you had. It's the same with yourself, getting to know yourself. What do I like? What do I not like? What are my motivations? Why do I feel like this? Why did I think that just now when she said that? Where does that come from? Whose voice is that? You guys have heard me say that before. It just helps you to get to know yourself better and like yourself a little bit better. The cool thing about being yourself is that you get to make yourself who you want to be. If you don't like something about yourself and your personality, you can weed it out. You can work it away from yourself. Work it out of yourself and work something better in. You have the power to do that. You have the power to make yourself better. And if you really do like something about yourself, you have the power to amplify that thing. These are my strengths. I actually really like this about myself. I wish I could do more of it. Do more of it. If your strength is saying nice things to people that just makes them smile, or saying funny things to people that makes them smile, those are things you can amplify if you wanted to. 
If you don't like that you're incredibly sarcastic, you could always stop whenever you wanted to. And I don't mean like it's a thing that you just snap your fingers and boom, it's gone. No, but your awareness of it means that you now have the power to change it. It's not a thing of self-loathing. Oh, I don't find very many things that I like about myself. No, because if you spend the time, you will find things that you like about yourself. Because there are wonderful things about you. There are always wonderful things about you. In addition to whatever rubbish things that you immediately see, because we all see rubbish stuff straight away. That's the first stuff we see or notice. And when you start to learn to love yourself, love that person that you are, and appreciate in yourself those little features that you have chosen to amplify or work on or add to yourself, you know what happens? Every word that was said against you to the negative, especially when you've worked on things that you didn't like and you've removed them. Maybe you didn't like them because you were picked on for them or not necessarily picked on for them. And actually, there's some things that we were picked on for that really were things we should amplify. When you learn to like those things that we should have amplified and amplify them, you take your power back from all the voices in your head all the voices you heard over the over the period of your you know the time period of your life and say actually you're wrong this thing about me is a good thing and actually it's one of my superpowers and i'm going to hold on to it and this thing about me well yeah it was a little bit crap but you know what i worked on myself and it's gone or i do it less or at least i can control it now that pride that you have after working on yourself helps you to take your power back. You start to weed out all the voices that said things that you didn't like the sound of, the voices that tore you down, the voices that had everything but positive things to say to you. You start to heal yourself of the tiny little cuts and bruises that came from the words people threw at you. And that's a powerful place to be. So, yeah. Today's Enlightened Mental Podcast episode was entirely about taking your power back through your own self-awareness. Healing yourself through your self-awareness. And I hope that until the next podcast, you spend some time getting to know yourself, getting to love yourself and taking your power back. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Please share if you enjoyed it. And please come back next week for another one. Take care now. Hey there, and thank you for listening to my podcast. I really appreciate you guys that come back and listen every so often whenever I produce an episode. I would love to hear from you. If you have anything that you'd like to talk about, If you'd like to feature on my podcast um, and have a discussion, or if you'd like to write in with a question or anything, I would always keep those anonymous if you want to be kept anonymous. Please feel free to message me anywhere. Anywhere you see this, there's likely to be a link to contact me. Feel free. Send me something. I'd love to hear from you. And yeah, if you'd like to reply whatever I've said or add something, I would love to hear that too. Thanks again for listening to Enlightened Mental Podcast. Bye.